and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 40, which starts with uh, Gandalf finishing the line that he started in the last minute, and he says, uh, is bound to the ring, uh, talking about uh, Sauron's life force, and ends with the line, uh, there is one other who knew that Bilbo... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Everyone knows what the Had line is. the ring. Stop! Ah, spoilers! <laughs> yes, I'm spoiling the movie. Even though I just said everyone knew whatever. Yeah. You get my point. It's not in the minute. That's true. So we can't talk about it. So this, there is a moment in this minute that is one of the handful of times where I feel like the forced perspective doesn't really work, but that's because it's a blue screen effect. It just... It, the scale doesn't really work for a brief moment for me. When Frodo comes through the door and then Gandalf immediately follows him, mm-hmm. it almost looks like Frodo is like a foot and a half tall. <laughs> As opposed to like As three. As opposed to like three and a half feet tall. Yeah. Like he looks way too small or Gandalf looks way too big for like a quick moment there with the, the two yeah. films are over each other for the blue screen. And it's, I can't think of any other times where you see I'm not going to call it a mistake, but kind of uh, an error in scale. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of the only, I think it's the only time I can think of where you can see the face of both actors when something like that is going on. Because usually their scale doubles and occasionally that looks a little off. But what about the scene with Bilbo and Gandalf? Oh, Ben, Bilbo and Gandalf. Yeah, the blue screen. Because that's the first blue screen scene. We talked about it at length. Yeah. But the scale, This one looks more off. Yeah, the scale then wasn't as um drastic. Yeah. As this one. I can't remember if Frodo is supposed to be a little bit shorter than Bilbo. That I'm not might sure be either. I don't know. Someone's calculations were off and you can tell. Yeah. Gandalf 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 looks, like, <laughs> Gandalf. Gandalf looks like way too big when he comes through the doorway. Yeah. Because he doesn't look that big when he goes through doorways and other scenes, which are, like, tighter on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it, right there, he just looks, like, way too big. Like he's looming too too much. Like a monster coming through. I mean, I, I guess it's appropriate. If it's going to be this minute, might as well be this minute than yeah. any other minute, considering yeah. what they're talking about. Uh, we get more uh, We get more exposition Gandalf in this one. Yeah. Um, but it wraps up relatively quickly. I I, I always imagine this section being longer than it is. Yeah. I mean. But I guess it's not very. Yeah. It's really not. They they move through this at a pretty brisk pace. It's probably because the amount of information yeah. that just kind of gets dumped on us, which would be even more so like we talked about yesterday with if they had used concerning hobbits as the prologue and put the prologue flashbacks in this yeah that would just be like a monster that's the wrong way to do it yeah it would have killed all the momentum the movie was slowly trying to build to this point right because really this is we're approaching the end of the the first act finally finally uh from a a script standpoint uh, so you, so the first act you you would say is when he leaves the Shire. 
generally it's it's like a dis it's not even a decision it's like the the first act ends on the protagonist doing something that can't be taken back like that propels the story forward so i would say it is ah, it's hard with this one Right, because if it if it's a point of no return, the protagonist making the decision that he's going to carry through for the rest of the the story, yeah, then you have to think about whether or not you consider the end of the first act, Frodo leaving the Shire, or Frodo deciding to bear the ring of Mordor. Oh my God! Because if he, because that's really like um, because before then he always could have gone back to the Shire. Right. I guess if you were, yeah, I guess so, because. In fact, he was planning to. Because the, the, the third Council act is generally shorter than the other two. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this is halfway through the first act then. It's a decision right. to leave the Shire. Right. And then. Well, then the second act would be very, very short in this movie. Well, too. the second act ends. Uh, it's a, it's an all is lost moment. Right. So it would be. Gandalf's Gandalf. death, yeah, yeah, would be the end of the second act, which makes the second act very short. And the third act is... would be longer than the second one. Yeah, in this it's, in it's, this case, I need to think about that a little more, uh, from a structural standpoint. I mean, maybe that's why it was such. Maybe that's why this writing this movie was such a, a like a problem, because the only real place for the first act to end is Frodo deciding to take the ring to Mordor. Because before then, there is no point of no return. He can always go back. It's also difficult because this book is itself the first first act. act. Yeah, exactly. So breaking this down into conventional screenplay structure is a lot trickier, I feel. I, the the Hobbit movies suffer from that same sort of thing, yeah. because they're expanding and then trying to separate well, acts. The, the Hobbit movies should not be, A, as long as they were, and as many as there were. I think that we, we should, at least on a weekend edition, take the kind of challenge that the Star Wars Minute guys have put on themselves and try to analyze those movies from a positive light. Oh, I thought we were going to end up doing them. Yeah. We can, we can do them. If you want to, but that's still a, that's a long ways away. Yeah, that is that is like five years from now. My yeah, it's a very long, <laughs> long time from now. That's not even exaggeration because this alone is going to take nine months. I know. So you figure each movie is going to take between nine months and a year for us to do. And this one's the shortest one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that. Each one, I think they get about 20 minutes longer than the one before them, roughly. So, like, with built-in breaks, that's literally, like, five years from now. <laughs> Depending on how long of hiatuses we take, yeah. My friend, after podcasting for nine months straight, I'm going to need a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I know by the time we're done, it's like, see you guys in 2018. Right. Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. Okay. One, one step at a time. One Just step at a time. Just put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Is there... This one's kind of... I mean... It's kind of even lighter than the minute from yesterday because 
there's, in a way, a lot of repeating. It's just rehashing what we saw in Mordor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the benefit of Frodo. Mordor. <laughs> I really, actually, I like um, Frodo's enthusiasm. Like, he's like, okay, well, that's easy. We'll just hide it. We'll hide it. We won't talk about it ever again. And that's, that's very Hobbit-like. It is very Hobbit-like. Like, super, super Hobbit-like. Also, you know? really subtle thing in in this, because Frodo is just is, is in the beginning of his time with the ring. He has no fear of immediately snatching it up and carrying it anywhere. Mm. And we're going to... I think it's cool to point out that and think about... Track that through the movie and, like, kind of keep it on the back burner of, Bill, of uh, Frodo's progression and relationship with the ring. Because right now it is so casual. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been in an envelope for the past few months. Yeah. But Frodo doesn't show any fear of, like, the ring itself. He's still only more afraid of, like, what the ring represents. Yeah. That's because it doesn't have a hold of him yet. Yeah. And I, I just think that that's an interesting thing to note and, like, keep track of from here Well, that's out. what I mean. Like, I want to track the progression of Frodo's relationship with the ring as a progression of a symbol of someone dealing with mental illness. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if uh, there's any... We should do, like, scholarly article research. I haven't we had should. to do scholarly, scholarly article research in, like, five years. Oh, but it's fun. Yeah, but there's just a lot. There is. I mean, people have been writing scholarly articles about Lord of the Rings since the 60s, so. Uh, but if anyone has any leads, that's very helpful. Um, of, a, of any article or, or journal about the ring as a representation of mental illness? Yeah. That'd be cool. I think, I think I'm certain more... there's been several for uh, treating it as a symbol for drug addiction. Yeah, but that makes sense with... With Gollum. With Gollum and Bilbo. Yeah. But with Frodo... Well, maybe to a a lesser extent. Yeah. I think, but I, because the whole conversation of mental illness is relatively new. new yeah. I would be fascinated to see if we could find one that's older. See, I would, I would also specifically say that the ring, if it represents mental illness, represents more like anxiety because it's about it's it doesn't steal hope yes it does not from frodo initially it just becomes like a crutch he thinks about well not he initially just thinks but... and thinks and thinks and just keeps with the ring yeah but it's like anxiety and depression because they yeah, go hand in hand they do but like it's frodo doesn't seem depressed with the ring for a while right that's what i'm saying like yeah. i want to track yeah. its progression. I definitely think uh, anxiety comes first. Yeah. I mean, there's... I think it's anxiety that causes... that leads to... Yeah. If if we're going with this... this, yeah. this metaphor. Uh, because he's worried about himself, he's worried about Bilbo, he's worried about his friends, yeah. and then he starts brooding about it and the ring preys on it yeah so yeah i just i think it'd be cool to keep track of it and 
and if there isn't one like whatever by the end of this we're going to be talking scholars right <laughs> yeah i just realized what the next minute is and i'm actually really excited to talk about it next week okay sweet um yeah because there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about with what happens in the next week <laughs> it, i just remembered it just flew into my brain because i'm I'm tracking this scene in my mind and thinking about like where it starts and where it goes and everything. Right. And I'm just like, oh, well, that'll be nice. <laughs> Sam next week. Sam next week. More Sam next week. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see Sam get kind of assaulted. He's not assaulted. And he gets picked up and slammed on the Swoop. table. Grass. <laughs> Talking to me about quoting things from 10 years ago. Whatever. It's <laughs> Swoop grass. <laughs> I'm sure a few people out there know the where that's email, from. The email. What? What? The email. <laughs> people should send us emails. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have anything else. This one's super short, but I guess we made up for it with <laughs> with our with Wednesdays. our forty minute our forty minute hump day. Um. Hey, <laughs> man. People. People needed it. I hope people appreciate the title of that episode. People needed it. Yeah. Especially on Wednesday. Yeah. They did. Oh. This, uh, I'm trying to think. There's, uh, there's a little bit more in this minute. I just like Frodo's, uh, he, like, he's super sure of himself, and then he's like, right, Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, and like, Gandalf's just like, about that. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. I might know some stuff. I know a guy. <laughs> he knows some stuff, and maybe he shouldn't know. But that's, like, entirely the wrong situation to be like, I know a guy. Yeah. Right. So, I talked about Star Wars just a second ago. You did? Just just a bit ago. We were talking about, um, I mentioned the Star Wars Minute guys and, like, tackling the Hobbit in the same way they're tackling the Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but, but, like, thinking about Star Wars, when Ian McKellen says, there is one other, I always think of the Emperor from Return of the Jedi. Saying that there is one other when, like, talking about Luke. Because Leia has the force, like, there's another Skywalker. Is that what the Emperor says? I I always thought, no, it's Yoda. Oh, it is Yoda. What are you talking about? I don't know, my mind. <laughs> the Emperor doesn't know that there's there's a twin. That's the whole point, isn't it? Because it's like... Doesn't he sense it at the end? I haven't watched Return of the Jedi in probably a decade. Wow. I mean, really? Yeah. Man, we gotta watch some Star Wars. It's been a long time since I've seen Return of the Jedi. We gotta watch some Star Wars. Empire is the one that's like always on. It's because it's the best one. It is the best one. I thought it was Yoda talking to Obi Wan's Force Ghost. Oh yeah, saying that there's there's another there's more hope. There's there's somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What? But I maybe it's Vader that mentions like, oh, your sister, she's still alive in Return of the Jedi. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Uh. It always makes me think of Star Wars, though. That line, there is another. It always makes me think of Star Wars. Well, I mean, there's always there's always another. That's yeah. how prophecies work, right? Like Harry Potter and Neville Longbottom. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
There's yeah, always, there's not much in this minute. There's always another. I don't know. The thing that sticks out the most to me is Frodo's like, I got this. Oh, man. Maybe I don't got this. <laughs> just looking at the ring, just like Gandalf's talking and Frodo's looking at the ring on the table. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with you? <laughs> All right. Well, I will hide it. Lock it away. I will, I will bury it in a hole and forget about it. Just throw it in the river. What's the worst that could happen? Literally the past 3,000 years. Right. <laughs> Come on. Tie it to a, go to the Grey Havens, tie it to a rock, sail out halfway into the ocean, and drop it. But if you leave the Grey Havens, you can't come back, right? Isn't that the law? I mean, that's fine. Maybe the boat's on autopilot. So yeah, turn can, this thing around. Oh, no. Hey, hey, can we, like, just send a boat out there and, like, set it up to sink? Can we do that? Can we just, like, poke a hole in it and just, like, let it go? Yeah, but the ring is actively searching to be returned to Sauron. Yeah, but what's in the water to bring it back to Sauron? I don't know. Water orcs? <laughs> water orcs. Mer orcs. Mer orcs. That sounds horrifying. I wonder if that's the origin of the word merlock. <laughs> Mer orc. I doubt that's the origin of the word merlock. I don't know. Hey, man. What happens if we mix fish with these weird... What what the heck even are merlocks? Like frog people? Yeah, they're like little fish goblins. Yeah. Fish goblin sounds cooler than mer-orc. It does, it's true. Fish goblin. I don't play WoW, so... <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> I think that about wraps us up today. Yeah. We're on... Yeah. <laughs> We're on uh, DuelingGenre.com. You can send us an email, contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. We're on Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute, Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook. We have an official Facebook page as well as a listener group. Uh, check us out on iTunes and give us a five-star review. I co-host um, The Doctor's Companion with Scott and Nick. Uh, we have a bunch of other podcasts in the dueling genre family maybe i'll be a guest someday yeah i mean we we've been having we haven't been really having guests for the classic stuff but for the david Tennant and matt smith stuff we've been having guests mm. so that'll be fun um scott and nick host back to the future minute all three of us write for geek by night uh which is our fictional audio drama and coming Soon. Coming next week. Harry Potter Minute. Soon. Super pumped. Uh, support us on Patreon, which you can access duelinggenre.com slash support. We also have a one-time donation button, and we're going to try and get merch uh, in time for Christmas. Uh, so, special thanks, as always, to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. We hope you guys have a good Friday, have a safe Friday, have a good weekend, and we will catch up with you guys on Monday. Bye. Bye.